Good evening, fellow listeners. Welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations, the place to go for things you don't know, but maybe you should. Our discussions are real. The laughter is for healing. Join us on a life journey, complete with thrills and chills and occasionally spills. Now let's get ready for the show. The soda is cold. The popcorn is hot. Relax and learn from our podcast host. He is the Mr. Who's a sister, the bearded charmer himself, the one and the only Guru Brando. And his co-host, he is a brother from another mother. He is the crafteteer. But you can call me Regular Joe. Welcome to the show. Your advice is driving me nuts, Brando. I'm trying to get out of things and I can't because all my family members are taking your advice. So what were you saying, Karen? It's your kids' time, not your time. See all the crap you're causing me? You're causing me to move more, do more shit. I wish my family quit listening to you. Not gonna happen. See? Great. Now we're all fucked. Thanks, bud. Love you. Have a good day. Now all we're trying to do is eat supper. We have our supervisor. Misty. Hey, just try your supper. Who eats with a cat on the table? There's one. There's two. Me. Right. You. Yeah, beautiful. Some people probably think we're disgustful. Disgusting. Hello, welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations with me, your host, Guru Brando, and today's curious guest, Olivia. And you know. Joe. Regular Joe. Regular Joe. I am so goddamn excited. I'm about ready to just explode. Holy shit. Daddy proud moment. Yay. Yep, she did great. Almost a straight A and B student through her high school career. This is his cue all the time because he just doesn't know anything. No, I have to be different. Oh, that's okay. So we're going to talk about some heavy stuff today. Are you ready for Olivia? No. (laughs) Get ready. Okay. Because you're in the hot seat. Yeah, because the the reason it's going to be heavy stuff is because dad's sitting right next to you. Oh, Lord, we're in trouble. I mean, yeah, like at least I have a front row seat to any shit that's going to go down. I got a long walk home today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. Can somebody come please come pick me up here <laughs> at about five o'clock, baby? Five Rescue o'clock. Excuse me. Five. Five. Please. Yeah, no, don't tell people that because then they'll show up on Wednesday. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. I might be here anyway. Yeah, you probably would be. <laughs> but um what we were talking about earlier was stress. Whenever you first got here. We were chilling and talking, and you are about to leave on your own, out of the nest. Yeah. And you <laughs> and you said you take after your dad, which I hope you do. 
I hope you do because he's a great guy. But I also... <laughs> Excuse me. I'll, I'll yeah, even it. I couldn't hold the face that long. I was going to... Oh, that would hurt. But your dad, your dad has experienced a lot in his life that has made him a very resilient guy. Yeah, my right? still working. Right. You're alive. Yeah. You're so far away. That's good. It feels weird. I might need you closer. No, I don't need to be closer. Oh, your shoes. Oh, my God. What are those? My shoes. I know. They're my awesome. Shoes. I know. I like him. I God, see. you are so bougie. See? My shoes. Oh, my God. You are bougie. <laughs> he is. I told him he was a metrosexual. See, he I told you. He was a suburbanite. See, I told you. And the only thing that makes I'm you a not a metro tonight is your shirt's wrinkled. I don't care. I know you don't. That's why you're not a metro. <laughs> That's why you're just not. You think I'm going to press my shirt just come over and see you? Hell to the no. <laughs> That's right. Then, if you did, I would say 100% you're a total metro. <laughs> so, but you're not. You don't give a shit and you give a shit. Where do you lie, Olivia? <laughs> do you give a shit what people think or do no. you not? Okay, so <laughs> that's how you're like your dad. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but your mom cares what people think. She says yeah. she doesn't, but how do you know that your mom cares what others think? Because she wants everything perfect. Right, because she is worried that what she does isn't going to be perfect. Yeah. And it sucks, that's that anxiety piece. But I hear you say that you see it and you understand it, so that means you're not going to suffer that fate, right? Right. Okay, so what fate are you not going to suffer with him? What are you not going to repeat? Because you're like, Dad. What am I going to repeat? Mm. What are you not going to repeat? That would be a better question. <laughs> Drinking too much. Drinking too much? Do you drink a lot? No, I don't drink. Exactly. So, Joe, <laughs> what would drink too much be? When she gets older. Right, but what would that be? Alcohol. When she gets older, how much is too much? She already knows that you were an alcoholic. You know you were an alcoholic, and you know that your family is. So the one concern you have is that she won't drink too much. She's not even thinking about that because she doesn't even drink yet. Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you see what I'm saying here? I'm just... Reminding her. <laughs> You're just, you are giving your farts to her. Farts in space. So you put your farts already in a backpack for her that are not just your farts, but also your family's farts. So all of them are in the bag, and you're about to send her out into the world with those initial negative thoughts. Just like the example I gave you before, whenever I had to carry the fine china down to the basement to my brother, and I dropped the salt shaker, and it broke. My mom had clearly said to me, don't drop this. Wasn't even a thought in my head until she said it. Right? Right. <clears throat> so this could go one of two ways. She can look at your example and she can go, oh, yeah, I'm not going to drink too much. And too much is how he defines it. Or she's going to say, you know what? I know that there's a vicious cycle. I'm not even going to tempt fate. I'm going to set a limit now that says if I drink, it's only going to be socially, it's only going to be one. Or if I drink, it's going to be this. She'll do that on her own, right? Because she's smarter than you, Joe. Uh, yeah, that, that's for damn sure. Are you, are you realizing that she's smarter than you now? Oh, I knew that a long time ago. 
Yeah, but like the realization that she really is going to make things a, a better world. I mean, because she is, you know, we're living on their time. They're not in our time. Right. So she's the future. So do you ever think about how your child is going to change the world? In a positively entertaining way. She better. (laughs) (laughs) Or the guru will visit. And I tell every young person, you know what? Hey, you just gave me an idea. Oh, God. When she's off to college and we have the GoPros, me and you can go down and see her. Well, shit, yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> we can stir the pot. It'd be like Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening. Oh, speaking of, I am doing a video for everybody that is, do you remember the scene in Step Brothers where they did the, the um, slideshow and they had boats and hose? No, I've never seen the show. You are lying. You never watched Step Brothers with no. Will Ferrell? No. How are we related? I told you, but she was trying to figure that one out. Okay, you have an assignment, Joe. I'm your life coach. And you will watch Step Brothers because that's us. Okay. Wow. Olivia, have you seen it? No. Okay, I just have to pretend I didn't hear any of that. (laughs) All right, so we're talking about stress management. What do you do for yourself to manage your stress? Um, I do this finger thing where I like feeling my fingers. Oh, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Okay, so if you are having a difficult time, say, in class, you can do that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What if you're having some group issues, like your peers or are um, creating situations that are drawing you into uncomfortable things. What would you do then? Would you still do that if you're with your peers and you're uncomfortable? Um, I don't think so. Okay, what would you do then if you were feeling really stressed? I'm not sure what I would do. Okay. Whatever happens. Well, do you ever put yourself in a situation where you're in a group? No, because I work by myself. Wow. So you really are repeating your dad's cycle. Exactly. True story. And Joe, you know that we've talked about that before on our podcast, right? I don't remember. Okay. (laughs) Well, Emily and Olivia are both um, a little reclusive because you and Karen are, right? However, Karen works, so she at least sees people. Yeah. She does all that stuff, so you know that if you work, you're a social person, and you do work. Mm-hmm. How much do you work? Too much. So that's mom's cycle, see? Mm-hmm. So yeah. your balance isn't real balance. It's just trading one for the other. Yeah. Do you actually understand that? Yeah. Okay, so how are you going to manage a regulated effort? So how are you going to make sure that you are not all work and no fun? (laughs) Um, not working all the time. But what does that look like? Define that. I don't know what that looks like. I work all the time. Right. And so how could you possibly do something you don't know? Joe, you don't know what you don't know. Right? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Your name's Joe. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's (laughs) other stuff we won't say. 
But you don't know what you don't know, right? Right. So if she doesn't know what a good worth work ethic versus being a workaholic looks like, how does she learn it? Hmm. That's a good question. Do you have the answer? I do. Okay, let's hear it. She <laughs> asks herself what she desires. Is she in that moment seeking her ego, which would be masculine energy, the professional world? Is she seeking objects, a house, a car, blah, blah, blah. That's ego. It's all physical doing. Are you seeking that? Or are you seeking the subtle energies of life, which would be the emotional and intellectual stuff? So are you seeking out that in order to feel fulfilled? Which are you doing? Or are you doing the extremes? So you have to look at why you're working. <laughs> so that's the first thing you say, why am I working so much? So are you working so much because you love the job? Yeah, why, I really do love the job. Why do you love it? Because I get to feed um, elderly people. Okay. I get to see them every day. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really an easy job. I like feeding old people too. <laughs> I do. I, that's I used to volunteer all the time, you know, um, growing up and then into my adulthood. That was my favorite thing because we feel like we can give back to someone who gave to us. Yeah. Because every single old person, Joe included, <laughs> has left impressions of experience on every person and everything they've touched. So within that balance of why you work, that is the subtlety of your work because it's emotionally led, right? So you're invested in the job by emotion. That makes you a great nurturer because that's all feminine energy. Mm -hmm. So where is your drive, your ambition, your physical motivation to go to work? Your um, ego. I think it's because I don't have anything else to do. Because you're bored. I'm bored. That's you. Okay, oh, so that's boy. your masculine energy. Masculine. So masculine energy. I forgot my hip boots. <laughs> if you have, if you have an equal amount of both of them, and you're saying I have a job because it feel, fulfills this, and a job because it makes this amount of money, what is that amount of money, and what is that range of emotion that you want to obtain? and then complete you know so are you picking a job that continues to be progressive where you can be whoever and wherever are you picking a job where you're locked in and stuck in one spot and do you have any idea which it is yet no i don't know yet but i would want to do something to keep going yeah rather than the same stay in one spot because you're a zoomer and, you know, that's what it is. I mean, you're meant to be progressive because it's their time, not ours. Right. So that means we're supposed to come to y'all and look at y'all for what y'all are doing, not what we're doing. We have old history, you know. And so in order for us to continue to live a long, healthy life with you, we have to learn from you. So y'all become the teachers. Yep. Because when we're first born, we're born with all this knowledge and we just have no way to express it. You know, we're born with the knowledge of how to survive. You make a sound when you're hungry. 
mm -hmm. you know, or when you're hurt or whatever. You know how to survive in the human condition when you're born. And then you have experience. Experience is your ego, and that's what gets you jaded. You know, if, if you have something in mind for yourself, this expectation you want to be like Joe Hess, and you can't get to that expectation of what Joe Hess is to you, because Joe Hess isn't who you know him as, you set yourself up for automatic failure. So that's why you have to have an idea of who you look up to, but you're not exactly like. Mm -hmm. Who is that for you? Mm -hmm. I, I told look you it's up hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd look up to my grandma. Tell me about her. Well, she's such a, she's a sweet lady. <laughs> What do you call her, just Grandma? Yeah, I call her Grandma. Yeah. And what do y'all do together? Um, I actually wish we did more. I'll have to work on that. And that's probably why she's the first person that comes to mind. You know, because when you are nostalgic for someone, then they come to your mind first often. I think that's also going to change, too, whenever you go on your way and you're down there in college and stuff, it's going to give Grandma something to do to drive down MCU. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. That'll be really good. And whenever she does, what can you think about doing with her? Anything, really. She's an open book. <laughs> you do the same thing that your dad does. You're Switzerland. You're neutral. Yeah. And that makes you easily passive enough that people use you. Yeah. And that's why you work a lot. Yeah. Yeah, just like your mom, right? She she works a lot and does that, but your dad also wants to make sure that people are happy because he's a good guy. So see, you already take a value that you have and that you know is good and you just say, well, if it's good, I'm just going to make a whole lot of it. Yeah. And then it'll be great, right? <laughs> right. But then you set that expectation that says, but it's not good enough because it's not great yet. Yeah. So do you know what your great looks like? You, you love your grandma and you, you use her as a model, but what is your spin on it? What is your great? Gosh, I wasn't prepared for all these questions. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I, I told you. I warned you. I got gotcha. you. Yep. And I don't want you to be prepared. Yeah. You know, and that's because I want you to not really think about it because mm -hmm. you already know the answer. Yeah. It's when you start thinking about it that you invent shit. <laughs> it, you know, it's yeah. like um, pick long, pick wrong. Yeah. That's what that means. If you sit there and you stare at it, you'll talk yourself out of picking what feels right. Yeah. Because you don't trust yourself. <laughs> because you're human and you know that humans mess up, right? Yeah. All right. So according to you, who is the person who influenced you the least amount that should have? And you don't actually have to um, name them, but family or friend or professional who has let you down the most probably a friend a friend yeah okay so when you think about that friend that let you down the most what is that quality about them that really disappointed you um the friendship in general how did it go what made it wrong 
Well, they used me. Okay. And I don't like being used like a normal person. Yeah. Yeah, the, it feels awful. Yeah. Did That's you? I think I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Did you allow them to use you? Um. Well, it. If I finally realized it after a while. Right. Yeah. That's. Because you think, oh, and they're gonna be your friend. They're that's why they're here. Well, and actually, they used you and they used me, Karen. Well, see, here's the thing: you have to realize that you didn't know at that time, so you can't feel shame about it. Right. You know, and you can't look back at it and feel shame about it. Mm -hmm. You have to look at it and go, oh, oh, I'm actually grateful for that whole experience Mm -hmm. because. It made me wiser, yeah. right? And so, you, and you made a lot better choices. Yeah. And because of that, you are grateful. So you say thank you, universe, for let me learn this now. Yeah. As opposed to a, a lifetime later, mm-hmm. you know, because energy never ends, right? So everything in nature is cyclic. Even us, there's a life cycle to everything, right? Yeah. Okay, so. If we just continue on this life cycle and nothing ever changes, we never evolve, we never change. But if we introduce another life cycle and they collide, Mm -hmm. then shit can change, right? Things can happen. Then you have a two-cycle engine. Yeah. All right? And you can go faster and further. That's why we seek people. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we can advance. And if you do what your dad did and you do what your mom does and just have colleagues, just have co-workers and you never have anyone that fulfills that partnership, then you would be at a loss. Mm -hmm. But you do have someone. Yeah. So talk about that someone. (laughs) We talk about my someone? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh (laughs) I'm glad I found him. That's all I gotta say. You blush so much. It's <laughs> funny, know. just like your dad. Oh, I know. it's amazing. Yeah. And what's really neat though is that what I learned is coming here, and I asked her how he's doing. He's doing good, and I said, "Well, what do you think about you coming over here and talking to Guru and doing the podcast?" And uh, he thought it was pretty neat. And he's actually watched a couple episodes. Yes. (laughs) And what really blew my mind, and I kind of shut the subject off, (laughs) he was glad to see me on there opening up. Yay! (laughs) You know that I love that stuff. I love to hear success stories, even if I'm not involved. Like, I'm that person that... Well, you're involved because you're... Well, I know, but I'm saying, even even if I'm not, like, if one of my friends or family members called me up and was like, I took a shower today, I'd be like, yes, good for you. Mm -hmm. Because I know what it's like to not want to get up and take a shower, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's amazing that you found somebody that I'm assuming is your person. It's my person, yes. That's your person, okay. And Joe, you encourage the relationship? Yes. How? Tell me. Well, it goes back to my mom and dad and my dad's uh, softball team. And they were on his, let's see, it would be... 
His God, he's stinking. You can see the yeah. steam. Yeah. Well, I want to get this right because I don't want to get busted by my sister for saying the wrong stuff. <laughs> I got to say something about that real quick. You know what? We can say whatever we want. We're grown. We're grown. All right. Go ahead. His dad's dad played on my dad's softball team. So then we all, they all became. That's great. a lot of balls. That's a lot of Lots balls. Lots of dads. Lots yeah. of dad balls. So then, you know, they all became great friends, and we used to go to Vandalia a lot, you know, and everybody used to hang out together. And, well, then his dad had a son, which, you know, I grew up. You know, he's a little bit older than me, but we all grew up together. You did not grow up. Shut up. Go ahead. (laughs) So then, you know, then... You got older, is what you meant to say. You got older. (laughs) Go ahead. So anyway, then, then, you know, then I knew his son, you know, and hell, I knew them for almost like 48 years. You know, they're good, close family friends. God, you are old. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, I'm, I'm old. God, I forget. Go ahead. But anyway, he comes from a good family. He's got his head on straight. According to you, he has his head on straight. <laughs> so what does that look like? Because I can tell you right now, any friend of yours, I got a question. Because <laughs> <laughs> your judgment's a little... A little off sometimes. He's just Joe. a good kid. He, you know, he doesn't go out and get in trouble. And there it is. Okay, that's what I've been waiting on. Oh boy. He doesn't go out and get in trouble. Right. All right. That is also something that she learned from you. How did she learn that she shouldn't get in trouble versus not him, her, not I, her, I him. know, I know. But she chose him. Right. Why did she choose someone that doesn't get in trouble? Because that's because that's not Olivia. So that's my point. Now. Oh boy. So if she doesn't choose somebody that's rambunctious like you were, it's because <laughs> she has decided it's not worth it. Yeah. She doesn't want to go through the shit that Karen went through. Right. Right? So she's like, I'm going to get together with someone who doesn't have that issue, but I'm going to pick somebody that still is much like my dad because I hold value in his ideas. So would you say that your man is a lot like your dad? And don't lie. I think so, yeah. Tell me how. What is the one aspect that you're like, oh, I can see that. (laughs) That's going to be interesting. It is. It's going to be great. They like fishing. Okay. Check. <laughs> um, I could just, it's, I never really thought about it, but I could just see them, like, they have both have, like, aspects. Would you say that they've had similar experiences as boys, maybe? Like. I mean, boys like to get in trouble. Right, so they yeah. probably had the same type innocence. I ain't going to get him in trouble because I know his old man, his old man will whoop my ass. <laughs> okay, well, I know it's, that for a fact. it's history, <laughs> you know, it's history. So he trusts him because he knows where he comes from. Exactly. If you didn't know where he came from, you wouldn't be as trusting, right? Oh, no, I'd be at everything. I'd be on Google checking him. And... <laughs> Especially if he was a newbie to the area. Right. My kids have had that discrimination, you know, because yeah. they're new here. They're not from Highland, and it's been hard for them to find their people. Yeah. 
my daughter did find her person. They've been together three years now, I think. Something two or three. Two, maybe. <laughs> Hell, something. I think two. I might be misquoting. Anyway, she can gig me on it later. <laughs> but he is her person, and they balance each other. And they balance each other because she's a little bit crazy like me, rambunctious. <laughs> and he's a little bit like Beth, but where it counts physically, his masculine energy is very much doing. <clears throat> and Alex is very subtle, so she's very calm and chill. So she has aspects of Beth and I, because she can be rambunctious and crazy, but she also knows how to mellow. And TJ's the same way. He has the balance from his parents, and so they make a really good pair. Do you think that that's why y'all make a good pair? Yeah. How are you going together make sure that you have friends and you don't do what your dad and mom have done <laughs> and keep such a tiny group that you don't have a lot of diversity? How are you going to get diversity? We need a dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> diversity? I mean, you know, what are you going to do to maintain diversity? That's progress. We need to go out more. I mean, we go out it's just meeting new people too okay so what interest this is what you have to do you have to say what interest do we have or that we should have or could have <laughs> right right so you look at your peer group and you say what is interesting to people our age do you like anything that's interesting to other people your age uh, no I'm my own person <laughs> Right, you are. Right. But do you ever say, oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah, I like this song. This oh, one. Yeah. yeah. Or you say, I like that fashion. Mm-hmm. Right. So you do care about, you know, the trends because mm-hmm. they're trendy mm-hmm. for a reason. People your age like them because it appeals to kids your age, whatever mm-hmm. y'all like at that time, right? And what's really neat, too, is, you know, it's not always like one-sided. Yeah. You know, because Olivia will go out, you know, and do stuff with him, you know, then he'll turn around, you know, and go do stuff with Olivia that, you know, just like shopping for clothes, like for women. Oh, God. You know, you know, and Hunter. Um, You're a terrible woman <laughs> sorry, for that. I slipped. <laughs> oh. I slipped. But, uh, but then he'll go with Olivia and go do that, which I'm sure he doesn't like to do that, but he goes. No and does man it. does. <laughs> I don't even care if they say they do. They are so lying. But he goes and enjoys, you know, his time with her in that way, which is pretty neat. Well, it is really cool as long as they make sure that their um, hobbies and interests grow outside of what they already know. And that's where the diversity comes in. I think it will in time. <clears throat> well, you have to make sure that she doesn't end up like you did, Joe, and shut people out. So that's your only job. You don't have to worry about her being an alcoholic. You have to worry about her being a recluse because she doesn't learn that people are safe. Because if she doesn't expose herself to people, she'll never learn how great they are. But more importantly, she's being selfish because she's keeping herself and her natural abilities away from people. Like, I would never have gotten to meet you, Olivia, and learn about you and gossip about you with your dad <laughs> And I genuinely, when I hear news about you, I really feel excited because, you know, I know you. Yeah. Like, I'm invested, you know, and so it's really cool. So that's my pleasure. 
So how dare you keep <laughs> someone else's pleasure away? You know, and Joe yeah. did the same thing, you know. All the people that have watched the podcast that absolutely love Joe's stuff, you know, and here he's been hiding it for years that he even has talent. I don't have no talent. See? <laughs> Old, outdated boomer. Yep. You know, Olivia, that you have talent. What yeah. are your talents? Um... Hmm. What are my talents? Always on the hot seat. Yeah. Joe, help her out. What are Albert. Her talents? What? Albert. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm okay at drawing. <laughs> You're okay. I love it when people say that. I'm okay at drawing. Can you draw or can you not? I can. But then I know own it. I know, but I know it's not the best. Uh, of course it's not. <laughs> Oh, are you boy. Picasso? Are you trained? <laughs> no. Okay. Now you're going to sound like me again. You're going to open up a can of worms and he's got a field day with it. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> you have to give yourself some damn credit for what you're actually doing. Yeah. Does everybody you know draw? No. If not everybody you know draws, and we're not just born drawing, and mm -hmm. some people don't even give a crap about drawing, doesn't that set you apart from most people? Yeah. Okay, so then you say, I am good at something that not everyone is. And then you say, what are you good at drawing? Anything? Flowers. Flowers, yeah. okay. Not everybody can draw flowers. I sure can't. <laughs> Alligators. Oh, God, with the alligators. <laughs> I did see your alligator, and it was really cool. Um, but that's what I mean. I wouldn't draw that, you know. Of course not. You don't like gators. So I don't do either wear blue or orange over here because I'll be, not another can of orange. Nope. be another can of worms that he'll open up. Yes, it will be. And then we'll go fishing with it. <laughs> because that's what I like to do. Open up the worms and then scatter them somewhere. Use them for something. For bait. That's what she said. So, that's what she said. <laughs> so what you what you're doing in searching whenever you search for diversity, you actually find out about yourself. Because unless you've tried something, you don't know if you like it. I have something sitting right next to you. And in the back Bat? Where? Don't play. In the back are dried if you look back there, it's in a package all the way closest to you. It's in a squarish package. It's kimchi. It's kim no, nope. the square package all the way at the back. Other side. This side? There you go. Yeah. What the hell is that? That's <laughs> diversity, brother. You and her are going to have a piece. Say what? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's not going to eat it. Oh, yeah, he is. He's going to try it. <laughs> it's kimchi. So what it's the hell fermented. It's fermented. Dried. Nice, crispy. Seaweed? I ain't no goddamn seaweed. Oh, oh yeah, you are. Oh, Open it up. Y'all oh. are going to try that. We're introducing diversity. I'll oh, try hell, it. I don't see? like diversity. And this right here is my point. I don't like diversity. Do you see what she did? Did you hear her? She said, I'll try it. She's excited. Thinks it's and you're like, nope. That right there. No. Tell me why. What's your experience eating free or dried seaweed? <laughs> Is it the color? What's your experience with it? Why would you want to eat dried seaweed? <laughs> why not? Because it's excellent for you. That's why you would. I don't eat healthy. You're going to put me in shock. I probably would. <laughs> oh, hell no, man. <laughs> 
Hey, let me see the package. Okay. Don't worry about the package. Uh, it's in the package. This this is seaweed. They're sea snacks, and it's kimchi. Don't worry it's about a super the super food. Look at look at. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Right. This is diversity. I don't like diversity. We'll I need no seaweed. We'll Fresh and crispy Korean seaweed. If I wanted to get some grass, I ain't no damn are, cow. You are experiencing something with your daughter, and she said, try this with me. I don't, I, no. She says, try this with me, Dad. I'm about to go to college. I am experiencing <laughs> diversity and culture in this moment, and you are my shining example, Dad. Show me, Dad. It smells good. Yeah, I'm sure it does smell. <laughs> you have a drink. You can hold your nose. Heck no. Try it. No. Come no, on, Dad. Look, it. she's begging no, you. No, we're both going to try Together, it. Together, same time. Whole thing. <laughs> wow. All right. That's anyway, on to the next subject. We'll okay, oh, you're trying that. This is diversity, and what I'm trying to point out okay. is that she has... She has the right idea. Okay, she has a lovely idea, but she says you don't need this. to follow in my footsteps. <laughs> oh God, this is so great. <laughs> oh. Okay, Joe. He's gone. <laughs> There's only Zul. <laughs> Come on, she I wants you to do it. No. What's the worst thing that can happen? You I'm won't going. like it. You are such a titty baby. I'm a titty baby. Yeah. That is the worst thing no, that can I'm, happen I'm is you don't like it. What? I'm a Karen baby. <laughs> Give it to me, Olivia. Yeah. All baby. right. Olivia and I are going to do this because I haven't had this. Well, okay. eat it and shut up. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three, go. Okay. Oh, that's kind of spicy. Ah, it's really spicy. <laughs> oh, it said one pepper. Yeah. That's, see? that's spicy. Oh, my God. And see, what would happen now if I would eat that? It's not terrible. Because I would have got sick. It's not terrible. If it's spicy. It's not horrible. No, and it's not actually, now the spice is gone. You so just, now what, we're going to go to Florida and grab all the seaweed and put it in the dehydrator and eat it ourselves? This little piece, he could try it. Yeah, you could try it. Come no, on. God, you're a wiener. So that, friends, that, friends, is what happens when you don't experience <laughs> diversity. I don't you like fix diversity. your mind on something that's not real instead of getting the facts about it. So it is a superfood. It's excellent for you, Super and it's excellent shit. for your health. <laughs> and if you wanted to live a longer, healthier life, you would take advantage of opportunities given to you. You did. I did. You are smarter again. I am so proud of you for making the right decision. <laughs> and that's what's important right there, is what you just did. No matter what your child does, you have to give feedback. Not on your expectations, but on her thought surrounding what she just did. I passed. I wouldn't say that. Okay. <laughs> Never would I. I tried. The only thing that you pass is a beardo. That's what you pass as. I'm the second beardless charmer. The yeah. Sexy, the number two sexy beard charmer. You're you're the evil twin. Great. You know. I'm so. Oh look, I love it. 
I do. I don't think that um, your boyfriend would probably like that. I don't think. But he might. I don't know. He's, he'll be watching it. I've, I've showed him my beard like this. I put a hair tie here. Keep my eye on you. Okay, so all I have to say is, yeah, no. All right, so Olivia, tell everybody how excited you are about graduating and going off to college. Phew. This will be finally. <laughs> oh, it's coming back. I'm getting the excitement. I didn't have it at first. To be honest. Yeah, you were you more nervous or did you just not care? No, I didn't. That's not that. I, I was nervous. I'm always nervous. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's perfectly fine to be nervous. It's not okay to be panicked. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people who have inexperience, they think that being nervous is going to make them sick. They'll say, oh, I'm so nervous, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Nerves... Having nervousness is excitability, and excitability means energy and motion. Mm -hmm. So understand that when you feel nervous, it means you're about to do something forward. Right. Right? So mm -hmm. every time you get nervous now, go, oh, oh, I'm learning something. I'm, I'm growing as a person. Right. And then it makes the nervousness turn into excitement. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you have dread, that's a whole different thing that can make you panic, right? Right. So you didn't have dread because you've never had a fearful experience in college yet. Right. What's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. What's going to happen your first fear, fearful experience away from home? Are you going to self-sabotage and come running back? Probably not. I'll have to deal with it on my own. How will you deal with it on your own if it gets too far? I'll talk to my roommate or someone. Okay, so, <laughs> but would you not then say, hey, guys, I'm having a real issue? If I think if it was my roommate, yeah. Okay, so if you have what I call a spiritual issue, that's one that really is deep, and you're not sure who, who to talk to. You're not religious, right? Right. Okay, so who, as a, a spiritual counselor, would you go to? Right now? Yeah, just through college. Um, you know, while you're away from home, if you're there and something happened and you just couldn't <laughs> bring yourself to talk to your parents. Probably my best friend. Okay. So that best friend, are they a good spiritual advisor? Yeah. So they have a good sense of direction and value. Mm -hmm. And it's similar to yours. Yes. So if your friend, you better stop it, Judgy Judgenheimer. <laughs> so if your friend... <laughs> if your friend made a poor choice that was against your values, would that totally disqualify them from that point forward as someone who was a good spiritual advisor? If they made a poor choice? No, because everyone makes poor choices in life. Everyone can get a second chance. Yeah. Joe. <laughs> so fixed ideas don't work. You seem healthy and balanced. What's your biggest concern for yourself? Where do you think you fail as a young adult? Um, I think it's the working so much. Cause I, don't I do too. Yep, uh, <laughs> you nailed it. I don't get to do anything else. But you know what's funny is because you know about it, it's a choice. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself, why am I choosing to distract myself away from fun. Is it because that's what I learned from my parent? Or is it because that's something I actually value because I'm chasing either money 
or emotional support, emotional comfort? Uh, it's probably the money because I have two cats at home. Okay, so you are looking then for just need or desire. Are you saying, I want to work more so I have more money or I need to work so I can survive? That's uh, the one. Okay, yeah. so now it is all a choice. And all you have to do is say, is it the most important thing to me right now, my ego? If it is, then you're making a wise decision to work as hard as you are. It's commendable. But if you're saying there's aspects of my life that are suffering, like social networking, which is vital to growth because you need diversity, right? Right. So that means if you don't like to read books, you should go join a book club because you'll find out how to enjoy reading books by the people that do enjoy it, hmm. right? You learn yeah. from that. If you're horrible at public relations, then you would probably start going to conventions and you would start meeting people and experiencing what it's like to be in a group, hmm. right? So you have to look at what the one thing is that you lack and then find someone to learn it from. Yeah. Do you think you do that, or do you shy away from learning new things? I'm in between that. <laughs> yeah, you should be. That's where young adults always mm -hmm. are. Yeah. So you don't have real huge concerns other than just what you shared. Yep. And how are you going to do it all financially and still balance and save and come home and see Daddy? Well, are you going to say Daddy pay for it? No. I don't like people paying for things. Okay. That's true. Okay, so do you value that in her, Joe, that she doesn't want anyone to financially support her? Yep. Okay, understand that too. If you believe that too strongly, you'll never ask for help, and you'll be the person that, because of their ego, ends up on the street. Mm. That's pride. Don't have too much pride that right. you won't ask for help. Mm -hmm. Your dad does. <laughs> He has far too much ego. That's what makes him bougie. He has too much ego to actually ask for help. Am I lying, Joe? I don't know. I didn't hear you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you're a horrible person. Tell me a funny story about your dad that nobody knows. Not too embarrassing, <laughs> but no. enough. I don't want him to quit me again. I'm going to sit here and suck him a soda. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you know that we're going to end up camping together at some point. Lord so God. no Brokeback Mountain shit with you, bro. Oh, God, no. Hell no. Mm -hmm. So give me some embarrassing no, shit you I know about your dad. I've seen that movie one time. I had to turn it off. Hey, I love the movie. It's a great love story. Well, I can understand now. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you see? And that's the funny thing. You know you can do that. Before you become aware, all those movies that you had judgments about, if you watch them now after you've become aware of what really it is, totally different. Because yeah. I did the same thing. I was a total homophobe. I was a you homophobe. Turn it on and watch that guy going to tell you, you gotta kid me. <laughs> well, yep, all right, shut this shit off. See, that's wrong because you know, now you know a super queer person that's gonna be sleeping in a dent with you. I'm gonna make sure that son of a bitch has a chain on it and it's locked. Oh, uh, you cannot resist the charms of me, so whatever. Oh, you know we have to take selfies. His head's gonna be swallowed up. We're again. actually gonna have to get close to each other. We don't oh, wanna do that. Hell no. Okay, so I cut you off, so yeah. carry on, Olivia. Yeah, hurry up.
I think the only one that's on top of my head when I think about it is I was putting the groceries away in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I can already tell it's going to be excellent. So you notice my drink is down. I'm not taking another drink. Yeah, I, I would. I put the groceries in um, the back of the car, and my sister shut her door to get in the car. Okay. And my dad thought I was in the car, and he drove off without me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Joe. And I don't think it was until he got to the very end until he realized I wasn't in the car. Well, I, I just took Are off. Are you it. kidding? It took that long. Oh well, my then Karen god. Goes, well, well, then Karen goes, well, you know, Libby's not in the car. He's like, what? Oh my god. I in the back seat, like, oh crap. Okay, so Olivia, did you think he was just messing with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you knew he left your house. You're like, damn. Yeah, if Karen wasn't, wasn't in the car, I'd probably would already went home. And she'd been oh sitting at Walmart God. parking lot like, where'd my daddy go? <laughs> and I was, I was, I think I was pretty young, too. Yeah, you were very young. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Like, I could not have asked for a better story. That was so excellent. I want to have you on more. Um, Hurry up, get the cows, please. <laughs> I We don't need any more diversity. <laughs> oh, all kinds of a diversity. Okay, so my Aunt Wanda once put me out of the car because I was being very demanding. And she had already I warned me. And she said, she said, no, you you need to stop, you know, basically stop being disrespectful. And if you don't, you're going to, I'm going to leave you here. And I was like, that's fine. I can walk. And so guess what happened? All I knew was she stopped. She told me to get out. So I got out and I'm standing there thinking, ha, ha, ha. I'm pulling her, you know, I'm, I'm, uh checking her out here and calling her her bluff and that was not the case she <laughs> left me she did not come back and well, I'm i you're not the only one then. right <laughs> i stood there forever and then finally decided i better start walking so i did i ended up walking and whenever i got back she just looked at me and asked if i was over myself <laughs> i said yes i'm over myself but we did leave um, Oliver when he was born in the car seat in the apartment, three stories up. We were in Germany. My mom came to visit right after we had him, and we had him all bundled up in the car seat, and I was totally disassociated. I was not ever thinking about the baby. And so I just head downstairs to get in the van. All the other kids are in there, and I go to back up and see an empty car seat base. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's the car seat? And then I was like, oh, my God, it's got the baby in it. And all I could think of was the movie Raising Arizona, where he leaves, where they leave the baby on the, on the top of the car. Anyway, you'll have to watch it. So in Raising Arizona, they leave it there, and then the baby ends up on the road in the car seat, alive. But nonetheless. And... Uh, so traumatic and I ran upstairs and got him of course he was fine he didn't he didn't even wake up he was pretty new but it goes to show that you can get really distracted and forget about very important <laughs> stuff yeah. wow oops yeah how old were you I want to say I was like 
10 or 12. Yeah, maybe. We're going to have a conversation about this, like an actual, like real conversation. Oh, boy. I want details on what was going on in Joe's life when he decided to leave his child in a parking lot full of people. I thought I heard a bad guy was hiring. Yeah. Not Chicago. Thank God. I remember hearing the door slam, and I, I thought I heard two doors. So I just... Backed up. And Are you too short to see? Over no, we the ain't seat? talking about shortness now, are we? <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so did you hear your dad do the intro, the um, the fight intro that he did for me, and he was announcing, you know, the corners, and for me, he said 120 pounds. He said, "Oh my God!" I was laughing so hard I started snorting. <laughs> And it made me sneeze because I was laughing so hard and snorting. And um, all I could think was, did he say 120 pounds because he thought I might be offended if he said 220? Or did he say 120 because he has absolutely put no thought whatsoever into how much I might weigh? I put no thought into it. I just... Right. And that's how I solved the riddle. I was like, Joe doesn't give a shit how big my ass is. <laughs> Why would he? Because if you did, then you would say, okay, yeah, no, no, 120 pounds. Do you get offended if somebody asks you your weight or your age? Um, Don't no, lie. not really. Not ever? Mm-mm. So if I asked you right now on this podcast. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I busted. You do not have to answer any of that. I would never yeah. do that to anyone. Olivia, thank you for being on. Is there anything you want to tell the viewers that you know that Joe don't know? No. Because you no. know the same stuff. Yeah. Because you're still at home. But I'm going to have you back, and I want to just keep having you back because this podcast is going to be around until we're dead. That's the plan. That's my goal. I'm just going to keep talking until I die. I will die in this chair. Oh, boy. Maybe not this exact chair because I'm hoping I upgrade eventually and I'm not setting here. Could be it is not. I got it at Goodwill though. Oh. Yeah, for three bucks. Nice. Yeah, baby. I, I, love I know. Goodwill. Me too. Mm-hmm. You should work at Goodwill. That'd be fun. No. Go work at Goodwill. <laughs> no. I don't have a big enough house, and she doesn't have you a big should. enough. You No. I know people. No. 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 Oh, no. we need an insider. The only insider that I had is not working there anymore. We need another insider, dude. Get a chair over there. Because I would have to have a bigger house. And? That's when we build the complex that I'm talking about. Don't we need a compound? Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) Right? He's got some crazy ideas. I'm telling you. Brando and Joe. It's going to be Waco, Texas. Oh, no Waco. We wouldn't have weapons. We'd have pillows. Oh, boy. (laughs) Pillows. We'd have a pillow fight. We would, and it would be great. Who needs weapons when you have pillows? Yeah. Wait a minute. I got the excellent idea. Oh, God. (laughs) And you say I get them. What? Just like what I did before with the garden holes. No. No. (laughs) You're not even going to be allowed to have anything that can point. I will even chop off every appendage that points if you decide to get froggy and exactly get froggy and spray some people with water and let's see if you get your hose back <laughs> Livia and oh my god joe 
thank you so much for coming on. Not me. And you're coming back to continue with our podcast, and you're going to college to make yourself into somebody that is not chilling with Guru Brando. Because, all honesty, if we're still doing this same thing (laughs) in five years, some shit has gone wrong. You know that, right? Like, that's the truth. So if you and I are still sitting here doing the same podcast the same way, when Olivia comes home to visit, we're the pathetic people. We're the normies. Did you know that? Oh, boy. You're the normie. You're the bad influence because you're old. I'm still young. I'm young blood. (laughs) Damn. That was like two seconds. You couldn't even give me like 10 so I could hit the off button and that could be like the out. Like young blood in Joe's stone face. And we're all, yes, young blood. Click. No, you had to crack up. God. All right, Olivia, tell everybody thank you. Thank you. What about you, Joe? What you got to say? Thank you! <laughs> My daughter finally did it. <laughs> She's finally a cougar! We can talk about the stuff that we have in the gift shop, too. Like what? Um, What's your favorite thing that we have in the gift shop? We have bandanas, and we have soaps, and we have candles. Sodas. Sodas and snacks. We have all kinds of stuff, huh? Because you know what? They all go into a basket, a gift basket. Yeah, and also you can order stuff. Um, it's without going here, right? Yeah, you can order stuff online at www.sgpathways.com. And see, you don't w- even go to the you don't even go to the website either. Because you we even looked. because we have a gift shop like right next to the living room. Yeah, so the gift shop's right there, right so next to. So I don't to have to order anything. No, you just go in and take it. Don't you? Because you're a little thief. I'm not a thief. I. I don't really get my things. That's right. You always ask me how much it is, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like kind of like is. we're kind of like on Little House on the Prairie. The Olsons, they have a mercantile and they live upstairs. And so when it's time to work, they just go downstairs. So you're going to work for me this summer. Did you know that? This you're, summer? Yeah, you're going to sell plants for me. Did you know that? No. Well, I just told you. Surprise! You get to work for me this summer. Like the whole summer? Maybe. We'll see. Any who's. I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, that's what I thought. This is a good pillow. Be fun.